my name is Mason Van, and I'm one of the pastors here at Lake Road, where several of the family members attend. Um, Priscilla and I talked on a few occasions, and it is a privilege for me to speak today at her memorial. So let's pray. Lord, I thought several times this week of the words of the psalmist there in Psalm 73, where he says, My flesh and my heart may fail, but God is the strength of my heart, my portion forever. And I pray you'd do that for us today, Lord, that you would strengthen hearts. And I pray you'd help me today, Lord, not to be like Job's friends who were bad comforters, but that I would be a good friend today and apply the gospel to this situation and this season that we're walking through. We pray these things in Christ's name. Amen. We live in a world that breaks our hearts all the time, don't we? We try and spend a lot of time avoiding thinking about this and the other serious matters of life, but days like today just don't allow that. There's something about death, and especially someone that you care about, that's too sobering to be easily dismissed. We have a deep-seated sense that it's all so unnatural and that our hearts were not made to break like this. We seek answers. I have a friend right now who hurts a lot, and one of the hardest parts of her sickness is after a myriad of tests, still no one can tell her what's wrong. No one can tell her why, why she hurts. She wants answers, and on a day like today, so do we. We long to know what happened to the world. And it's here that God meets us and turns on the light, and in His light we find hope. The Bible tells us how God made the world, what happened to the world, and then best of all, what God has done about it. How did God make the world? The reason that death and heartache feel so unnatural is that God did not create a broken world. Many of you are probably familiar, at least in some measure, to that early account in Genesis where there's a description of God making the world. And there's almost an electric joy about it. There's a glory about it. God is speaking things into existence. He's calling forth trees and light and worlds and stars and grass. Everything is coming into existence. And there's this refrain throughout Genesis chapter 1 that after everything happens, he looks over it and he says, Behold, he saw that it was good. And that creation account culminates with God resting on the seventh day and looking over his very good creation. And there's something inside of us that remembers a time where you could walk anywhere on the earth and all you could find was things that were good and there was nothing to break our hearts. That's how God made the world. But it didn't stay that very it didn't stay that way very long. Through disobedience, sin entered the world and made an absolute mess of everything. That's what happened to the world. Unless we get upset at our first parents for sinning, we need to realize that we've all played a part in this also. I was thinking 
about this. And uh, several years ago, one of my children was lecturing my other child on doing the right thing. The problem was, is at that very moment, the child giving the lecture was in time out for doing the wrong thing. <laughs> That's us though, right? Nobody can hold their head up. Nobody can hold their head up. Because of sin, we are a broken people living in a broken world, and we desperately need help. But that's where the news gets very good, very good. God has done something about all of this. You see, God doesn't just lecture us about the world's problems like a philosopher behind a podium that doesn't get his hands dirty. God told us that he made the world good. God told us what happened to the world. The world is the way it is today because of sin. But he didn't leave it there. He took on flesh and got down in our mess and he made a way out. God sent his son, Jesus Christ, to climb down into this broken world and make a way out. Listen to what Christ did on the cross. This is from Isaiah 53. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Isn't that what you need today? Isn't that what we need? We need somebody who's strong enough, somebody from outside of this broken world to come carry our sorrows. Yet we estranged him, stricken, smitten by God and afflicted, but he was pierced for our transgressions. You see, he's down in our mess and doing something about this broken world. He was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his wounds we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray, we have turned everyone to his own way, right? And the Lord has laid upon him the iniquity of us all. God so loved this broken world that on the cross, He broke His Son to make a way home for us. To make a way home. The way is open and there is an answer to sin and sorrow in every kind. Listen to what it says about Christ. Where will we take our broken hearts? Christ says through Isaiah in Isaiah 61.1, The Spirit of the Lord God is upon me and He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted. That's where you can take your broken heart today. And that's why Christ says in Matthew chapter 11, He says, Come to me, all you who, are labor, who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. I looked for a story over the past few days that would help illustrate this and kind of drive these points home, but I had a very difficult time finding something that could capture the glory of these truths. And then it finally dawned on me, there is no story like this. The great king and God of all, all that is sent his only son so that he might offer forgiveness for whoever would come to him. And here's the thing, he doesn't just offer forgiveness of sins, but he will bind up your broken heart, take you by the hand, and lead you through this war-torn world. That is good news on a day that we desperately needed good news. Let's pray. 
God, I pray that you would help us today, Lord, in our sorrow and our brokenheartedness to bring it to the only place that it can be carried, and that's the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you for this way that you have made for us, and thank you for not leaving us alone, but getting down into this broken world and making a way out. And we pray these things in Christ's name. Amen.